0: You're listening to The Bev Moore Show, broadcasting on the iHeart Network worldwide. I would like to welcome
1: my guest, Helene Galick. Helene is a writer, producer, and actress. Welcome to the show, Helene.
0: Thanks, Bev. It's so good to have you. Um, I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. Yes, we're happy to have you. Kathleen, your mm-hmm. love of performing began very early as you <clears throat> packed your way on the stage of a big auditorium in Albany, New <laughs> York at the age of five. That's right. Um, and you knew your destiny when you started out that young as a dancer. Am I right? You're so correct. You know, when you're young, You don't have a lot of the doubt and, you know, all the inner chatter in your brain. You do something and you go, wow, this is enjoyable. I really like this. And you go from there. And I really enjoyed, you know, being on a big stage with an audience and being creative and dancing and music. And so, yeah, it started organically like that. I just think that's so amazing that you, you know, when you're that young, and it it starts like it gets in your blood, and it never leaves, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: you Correct. follow that dream. Yeah, exactly. it's like a yeah, story exactly. it's like, Yeah, it's like opening up a book and reading a book, you know? Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, so that same year, um, you took your first trip to New York City,
2: mm-hmm. and you
0: knew you wanted to live there at that same age of five. Yes, that's right. I just, you know, you listen to your inner self, which we sometimes have to get trained to do again as we become an adult. I just, I just knew, I go, this is where I belong. I just picked all the vibes up and I felt, you know, it's funny, I, f- I picked up the excitement, but I also picked up that I felt at home at the same time. Wow. And now two decades later, your dreams come true. Correct, yes. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow, Helene, that is just amazing. I mean, a big congrats to you. Oh, thank you. Um, It's just, you know, as I said, I'm trying to, now as an older person too, just, you know, saying, really following my gut, I've always said this, it not only as an actor, but as a person, what feels Mm -hmm. right inside, you know, to listen, listen to the universe, listen to your own heart, listen to your own gut. Yeah. Follow your instincts. (laughs) Correct. Yes, that's it. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about your breakthrough accomplishments. Um, The comedy series uh, that reminds me in 215, uh, with seven episodes that won eight awards, mm-hmm. um, yeah. let's just talk about your. Let's just talk about that as a start. Sure. Um, well, it was funny. It was my friend uh, Jenny Paul, who was produ- who was the executive producer, and she had two other producers, and she was going to be the lead. And we had just met; we sort of knew each other. The one thing um, that people are always surprised about the city of New York. Cause everybody goes oh it's a big city but within the big city especially in certain careers it's a very small world because you're out walking all the time so or or you're attending events or something so in every business it actually is like a little small world and i knew her from auditions and other things and one time um she was in a reading And she asked me to be in it, and I did it. And then we were saying goodbye, and we actually took forty-five minutes to say goodbye to each other because we kept talking, (laughs) and kind of like the way you and I would if we were in front of a door. And so she asked me, yeah, she asked me, um, you know, I think there's a really good role for you. And I was really only supposed to be in the one episode, but I met the other two producers, and we hit it off. And they actually wrote me in four of them, so four of the seven episodes. um, Aunt Carol does appear. (laughs) Oh oh my gosh, that's awesome!
2: Yeah,
0: that's how it it all began, right? It was, it was, yep, it was so much fun. It was none. The whole cast was amazing.
1: You're listening to the Bev Moore Show, and we'll be right back. After the break.
3: Out for some lays, and you face a test. Which tasty chip will be the best? Sour cream and onion, smoky barbecue, cheddar, sour cream, salt, and vinegar too. You sample them all because the crisp is so good on your- Left your wallet at home but now you have a new best friend. The many flavors of Lay's Chips. One taste and you're in love. I can't hide myself I don't expect you to understand I just hope I can explain what it's like to be a man. It's a lonely road And they don't care about It's not about how you feel, but what you provide inside that home
4: Being a man is what you make it You can't always live up to expectations You try to please everybody while you struggle so you fake it And end up out of balance compromising situations As a good man he should man I'll give everything he has and do everything he could man you might find yourself feeling all alone inside a house you built that you don't recognize as home and that's what my daddy told me and I'll tell my son the same now that I'm older I relate and I actually feel his pain he never cried he might have lied but he did not complain and he said son one day you'll have to do same. I get emotional when I stop and thinkin' I look around Beyond the county lines of my small town I think about all the men out there who feel like I do now Who are screaming on the inside but won't ever make a sound I can't myself I don't expect
3: you to understand I just hope I can explain What it's like to it's a, lonely it's a lonely road, and they don't care about what you know, it's not about how you feel but what you provide inside that home, don't give up, keep fighting, as a man our son is our horizon, and our father's actions play a role and we end up like them, so they can't let us see them hurt, cause we'll embody what start a generational curse no wonder most men are so depressed all the things that they can't express they go to war get thrown on the shelf then go back to war with their mental health then grab that bottle and ask for help try to pull themselves out of hell then fall back down and then realize that they're gonna have to do with themselves it's the circle of life as a man you provide they don't know what you're worth till the day that you die and that's when they start crying That's why we feel we can't hide ourselves We can We don't expect you to un-
0: And welcome back. And um, quite a few of the people, there were two gentlemen who, I mean, I'm still in touch with most of them who've uh, been on Broadway. And one of them especially had a recurring role on Mrs. Maisel. And then my real excitement was uh, there was a veteran TV actor there. Some of your viewers might remember the Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman and his name is mm-hmm. Greg Malady, and he played the husband, and he's on TV all the time. He's he's done a lot of things, and just to be, you know, I was thinking, we, we had this dinner scene. It was the first shot of the the day, and I thought, wow, I'm acting with someone I used to watch on TV. Oh, yeah. So it's just, that was exciting. It's, like, it's, it's surreal. It's like surreal, you know? Yes. yes, and then uh-huh. that wears off and you become friends and I actually studied acting with him and, you know, we're still in touch. And so I was very excited when the pandemic, well, I wasn't excited about the pandemic, but when the pandemic started and everybody going, great, we're not going to do anything, nothing's going to get done. That's when it was sold to Amazon. Ah, oh. so. Wow. It was so lovely to stay in the house and go, oh, my God, you know, or I made the joke when people go, well, I have, have I seen you in anything? Because a lot of people sometimes don't realize how much other things are going on besides television, besides films. There's, you know, theater, there's uh, improv, right. there's sketch, there's a lot of concerts, uh-huh. you know. So, much. so I said I can finally answer that question, have I seen you in something? So that was my yeah. joke. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is great. Well, how did you know comedy would be your niche? Um, I got, again, I think, as I said, when something starts so young, you don't intellectualize it. You just go with it. Um, I think also from a very young age, I always admired people who made me laugh. Um, So, you know, Mm. Lucille Ball was my first mentor Uh, being on TV, but anybody who was on like a sitcom, um, I paid attention to the supporting roles, which I do a lot. I I, I could be the comic relief even in a serious movie. And it's not that I can't do serious roles, but it's just the comedy just flows naturally. And even in real life, I, I gravitated toward people who I thought were funny. I just think that's such a gift, you know, and that's such a talent. And, uh, I mean, who doesn't want to be around anybody that makes you laugh? You know, whether it's, it could be silly, it could be very witty, you know, it could be intellectual comedy. But I've always, yeah, I've always just loved it. And I didn't even think about working on it. It's just something I understood, you know. And um, so it's it's funny because then I ended up doing, when I got older, uh, some of the serious stuff. And I liked it, but I'll tell you, I was a little uncomfortable in the beginning because I was sort of used to having, I call it the bell and, bells and whistles and, the—and uh, you know, the jokes. And I had to learn to trust myself that I could be interesting without the jokes all the time.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. That's, I love comedy. I mean, so mm-hmm. I, I completely know where you're coming from. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And i tell you, one film that you did, um, that you were in, is Um Or uh-huh. Plushophilia, I think is the way you no, pronounce you it. No, you got but it. Did I get it right? Oh, wow. I got proud it. Of myself. Plushophilia. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yes. But my friend actually wrote it and was in it wrote it actually as a monologue, and then she said, you know, no, I want to make into a film, and she said, could you be the therapist, and that's a role that I play a lot, too, the understanding therapist, and that's funny, because she has an attachment to her stuffed animals and brings them on dates, so that was the joke about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one won, I mean, it had nine wins and three nominations, Yes, it did. It, it, it's funny. I think it was like a five-minute film, and there's specific categories of, in film festivals, sometimes of like really super short, shorts, you know, medium, full-length. There's all these categories, and what I loved about it, um, she's such a good friend that every time she won something, she always made sure my name was in the posting. She always thanked me, and you know, that's Um, I believe in acknowledgement. I think acknowledgement is so important.
1: I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break.
5: The season's open for possibilities. And this spring, the outdoors are in. It's time to see the outside, not for what it is, but for all it can be. To go somewhere new, you don't have to log miles. Just open your mind. The place you want to go might be just outside your door. Lowe's. Home to any budget. Home to any possibility.
6: I need to find a country station where the DJ's heart is breaking. Playing Jones and Merle and Waylon all damn day. So sick of doing, I need, need a road that's so damn windy, leads to somewhere no one finds this Chevrolet, I need slow and southern, like a Sunday, like muddy water rolling by a river bank, like some sleepy little town down with the moon, living like honey dripping off a spoon, like the sun that takes an hour to get behind a water tower. About to speak your wildfires grow, ain't but two ways a old boy's gonna go, slow and southern, southern and slow. Take my sweet time like the slow buzz of that sweet shine. Nothing keeps me high quite like you do. When you love me slow and southern like a Sunday, like muddy water rolling by a river bank. Like some sleepy little town down with the moon, living like honey dripping off a spoon. Like the sun that takes an hour to get behind the water tower, about the speed of watching wildflowers grow. So what's going to Some sleepy little town.
0: and welcome back. Now, you knew you wanted to perform, mm-hmm. but when did you decide to pursue a career as an actress? Um, pretty much at the same time. Uh, I didn't, okay. you know, as a, as a child, yes, I was going to dance classes, but I was right. always imitating people. I loved imitating um, the actors or acting. You know, sometimes my like, friends and I would get together and make up skits. But I would have to pinpoint my first actual play in fourth grade um, when I played Betsy Ross. <laughs> in <the Washington laughs> Betsy Ross. <laughs> birthday, or, well, now it's oh, President's yeah. Day, but we were doing the, you know, the presidential, the birthdays. Um, the teacher wrote an original play, and I got, besides George, George and I were the two leads. <laughs> oh, God. So that I hear that so often when they do plays in school and, you know, et cetera. They, the that's when they, they catch that niche. It's like, that's when mm-hmm. I found my way, you know? Right, yes. I mean, honestly, I don't know if my teacher knew I had acting talent, but she knew that I was dependable. Um, You know, I got straight A's. Um, I was actually, my reading grade level was actually like three grades ahead. Um, And she knew I wasn't shy. And that when we, you know, when you get up and speak in front of the class, a lot of kids have like the little kid voices. And somehow instinctively I knew that if I'm going to speak in front of my class, I have to speak up and do that. So I think I think those are the qualities that actually got me the part. And then you know, yes, and then it worked. That I had talent wow. <laughs> Well, you do. That's for sure. You've proven uh, you have proven you. that very well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about another comedy, uh, the series Perry Street. That was <gasps> a great yeah. one it was and unfortunately it's on hold as far as finishing the woman another woman who um executive producer who is the star she is i i'm she's just an amazing she's an amazing woman she's always working she's going from play to play to play to film to this to teach so she and her director just haven't had time to do like the final, like when you shoot a film and you know people sometimes who are not in the business don't realize, so after you shoot it, then you have to edit it because you're not going to use every scene. You've got to work on the color. You've got to work on the sound. Um, you mm-hmm. have to work on so many posts, what they call post-production. Sometimes you have to loop in a voice. In other words, let's say you and I are talking. We're in a scene and a car goes by. And if that car has overpowered our dialogue, then we would have to come into the studio afterwards and loop it, like watch our lips and match what we said, but it gets recorded and then patched in. So things Mm -hmm. like that. So they haven't done that yet, but it was a blast to do. I was with a lot of my friends and it was all women, so it was good that we had a male director. (laughs) Well, we know that's going to be fun, get all those women together, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, it's absolutely great, and we're all in our 40s and 50s and older. I'm older than that even. Oh, wow. But but no, but that's what I did with the director. I was talking to him, and I said, because we didn't talk too much about my character, and I said, you know, I'm a little older than all these women, and he had me drinking a lot. I go, can I come? I actually suggested my role. I said, what if I was the one, like, I, I'm not, I don't put them down, but it's almost like, yeah, been there, done that. Like, what they're talking about, which is the change that women go so through. It's like, yeah, I've been through that. So, he said, no, that's great. That's exactly how I saw the character. So, that was cool. I just think it's so funny because it's about a group of female cohort cohorts, you know, and then it says, one that promises to be hot, and I'm thinking, uh-oh, uh-oh, what are, what are we going to see in this, you know? Well, that's a takeoff on the word hot. Yeah, hot. <laughs> They're hot. Like, that's, why it's called, that's why it's called Perry History. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. I, I, I can't wait until it's finished, and you have to keep me updated door oh totally i definitely will and i hope someday because something like that is not going to go out of style i mean even though women are you know we're still talking equality and equal pay and better roles and better representation that it's yes there's been some inroads but that's not really going away yet we have plenty of time to you know still do things like that
1: i'm bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break.
5: Have a Sprite and cheer for Sonia.
1: And welcome back. Let's talk
0: about recent projects. What's been going on recently with you? Yeah, tell us about that. Well, I have been actually very busy this summer and the fall. Um, I think I had three days off. I went to the beach. I'm a real beach person um one of the things about new york well one of the things about living in new york and i know i have to say no more i mean i do want to support friends and stuff there's so much to do here and it's not a big deal you just walk out of your house you know you don't even have to go far but i have to get a little stricter on that with my writing but i got to i've been doing readings a lot uh whether on zoom and even i started doing live readings but i did my an actual play this summer it was a one act in a festival but it was my first play in 7 years so i was just a little nervous about the memorizing even though i usually don't have trouble memorizing but luckily the actor who was playing with me was a two character play he hadn't done one in a while too so when we we only had a couple rehearsals so in between we'd get on the phone and run lines so ah It was, yeah, it was great, and I, oh, I had, I was off book like a whole week and a half before, but, you know, I just hadn't done it in a while, and it was one of those tricky things where I'm repeating things a lot, but in different ways, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and I actually took a page from, uh, funny, I mentioned Mrs. Maisel, I talk fast in real life anyway, but I had to talk fast, but getting a lot of words out clearly, so I, Remember, when I watched her, I went, that's the rhythm that I need to do this particular character. So it worked. Uh Um, I knew the company. I didn't even audition. They asked me to do it. Um, I knew a lot of the people in it. Uh, The nicest cast, we were in an actual theater, smaller than an off-Broadway size, but still with a raised stage and upholstered seats, things like that. It, and we got all got great reviews, and I'll tell you, it was one of the best experiences I've had in a long time in the theater. Oh, that so is wonderful. I, that is I, great. It just, it did so much for me, you know, and um, yeah. yeah, it was very, it, it was just, yeah, it was, it was just lovely. It was great. And then I, I've been doing a lot of casting, you know, I work as a casting director, too. Oh gosh, I didn't know that Helene I didn't know you were doing casting Yeah, that's actually what's giving me more of the money Especially now, um, you know, with the strike still on Um, Right Oh yeah, yeah, I cast a lot of theater Um, I started out in musical theater So I love casting that Because I know what to look for as far as singing and dancing And I did some straight plays And my my last, uh, my most recent play um, was an off-Broadway play and a very serious subject about gun violence in the African-American community. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that was really a great experience. And the producers of the theater, we worked together over 20 years ago in the Fringe Festival. So that was oh. nice to be reunited again. Yeah, it's all about relationships. Yeah. You know that, Bev? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't be able to survive without uh, oh. my relationships i mean that's what network yeah. is all about the networking you know it's for everything it's for finding a place to live finding a job yes. um getting the best deal on something you know yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's all. Over. Well, and then sometimes, yeah. yeah and then sometimes i'm called in as a consultant like if people's budgets are a little small They'll let's say they can find some of the cast themselves, but let's say they're looking for. I need. Mean, I need one actor. I need two actors. Um, I've helped. Uh, you know, some people do that. I've consulted on that also. So yeah, I've been. I've been quite busy um, doing that. So yeah, that's what's kept me going this summer and fall. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah. You have a reputation That's now as you know, a really good casting person. You're doing good, Helen, and it's a good reputation. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, a lot of it is that I'm in, Right, exactly. Uh, a lot of it is that I'm an actor, so I treat the yeah. actors how I like to be treated, and sometimes I advocate for them um, with the directors. You know i'll mention something that maybe the director didn't think about but because i'm on the other side you know it could just be something little or something small but yeah i just want to yeah i just want to make you know especially the audition process because you know even if you're auditioning for friends as if it's you know it's a little nerve-wracking it's um there's a lot of stakes and so i want to make all the actors feel comfortable
2: you know this
0: should be fun like they say it's not brain surgery it it should be you should, it should be enjoyable, you know. Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. It's and good I love to have coaching too. like that. It's good to have coaching to get through it. I mean, yeah. a lot of
1: people need that. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break.
3: It's O-Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop in today and check out store-wide savings, plus earn double points on over 225 items. It's our way of saying thank you. If you're not already a member, sign up today during O-Rewards Member Appreciation Month. It's fast, easy, and free. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. o
2: o o O'Reilly.
0: I know you have written your first book, or you were writing No, first I'm not. Book. Well, I'm not done with it. Here's the funny thing that you mentioned. Um, I did write what? a second one-act play, though, so I'm trying to submit that. Um, I, I have dedicated November and December. Okay, I am going to celebrate the holidays, because that's always fun, especially <laughs> in the city. And I know I have a couple things coming up, but I really dedicated them. I just want to finish the writing of the book. Uh, because it's, it it you know, I wasn't procrastinating on purpose. I, like you said, I did so many projects this year. I'm also in a business coaching. I've taken just some different, I'm thinking one day I'd love to be a public speaker. I mean, I know this, I was all over the place. Oh, wow. I started, Yeah. I started looking at the book yesterday and I'm not sure I like what I've written. I'm not saying I want to throw everything out, but I think. It's from a couple years ago, and I'm looking at things differently now. So I think I'm going to do a lot of rewriting. (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes people, it takes years. It takes years to finish a book, and and that's why, you know. They start off, and then they take a look at it later, years later, and it's like they, they look through a different lens. Yes, exactly. And since this is my, this is has to do with my life. That's you Mm -hmm. know from the past, and now that's where I start getting a little bit. But um, you know, I I, yeah. So anyway, (laughs) so what is it? The weekend. Yep, the weekend that's coming—not this weekend, but the next weekend. I already go to my calendar, big letters, (laughs) right. So yeah. Well, the hol- holidays is a good time. Yeah, holidays is a good yeah. time. You know, you're winding down. Yeah. You're slowing down a little yeah. bit, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, well, yeah. good luck with that. I hope everything well, goes thank well. Thank you. Thank you yes. so much. Yes. Um, well, I was going to ask you. You know, you, um, your dream. You, yeah. It used to be your dream was to go mm-hmm. to Paris. And act in a mm. horror film. Is that still <laughs> I your dream? Yes. Well, I'm definitely still- my? <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing both together. Um, no, my friend and I are definitely going to Paris uh, a year from now. Uh, it's a big. It's one of my big birthday next year, so that I'm definitely going. Um, the horror film. I'm hoping to do. I'm actually on Instagram with a writer who's um, you know I've been following. And my friend and I are talking. She had written one once and had to I don't know, the artistic differences between her and the director and we were talking maybe we'll revive something else. So you know what, thank you know what? Actually thank you for reminding me. I'm gonna put that into next year that I'm definitely <laughs> going to be in a horror film. You know, horror films sell, like if you go on T V, especially if I'm on the streaming channels, you know they're not know. all good at anything. Anybody will buy them. I know that's terrible to say. But they will. They will. Um, and I like. Uh, yeah, I love the ones though that are less obvious. I like the ones where you're unexplainable. Unexplainable things happen. You know, going back right. to Alfred Rock right. and Twilight Zone, and even like The Conjuring. Um, I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. that, but they went back. They went old school. So that you, I saw in the movie theater. And we were screaming, "No knives, no blood, no monster," because they know you can scare yourself more. So all they did right. was camera angles and yeah, and music. Oh yeah, and I think that makes, I think that makes it more intense. You know? Oh totally. Oh yeah. But so that yeah. when a door squeaked, I mean, I remember everybody jumped because, you know, and that's what Alfred Hitchcock used to use. Again, you know, with the whole knife thing, um, the camera moved back and forth, not the knife, not when, you know, um, Norman was stabbing Janet Lee. <laughs> yeah, I, I went on <laughs> one of those universal tours and they said, yeah, he, he just stood there and the camera made it go. So, um yeah, so th- thank you for reminding me. I'm going to put that up on my vision board. <laughs> okay, you put that on your vision board and put my name right. in little small parentheses, I, you know, outside sure of, you I'll know, Beth. I'll give bigger letters. <laughs> <laughs> so you can keep me updated whenever you finally yes. uh, are cast, and then you can just let me know, give me a little uh, note or send me a note and let me know what it is. Oh
1: that'd be great absolutely oh sure yeah yeah yes i'm bev moore and we'll be right back
6: after the break jake from state farm i really want that personal price plan so i'll admit it i'm a bath bomb guy dude
5: you do not need to get that personal the state farm personal price plan simply helps you create an affordable
6: price just for you for real Who's ready for their jazz bath? No. (laughs) Who is that guy?
5: Jazz bath? Call or click to get a quote today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
7: People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, shiny toy with a price, you know that I bought it. Killing me. Waiting for you to be waiting below Devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes What doesn't kill me makes me want you more And it's who she's
0: you this question, because sure. you are so well-rounded with all this, you know, being able to multitask with so many different things in your life, which is admirable. Um, what do you, what advice would you give to someone new in the entertainment industry? Um, okay, so someone who's starting out? Uh, well, first yeah, of starting, all... starting out, yeah. Starting uh-huh. out, okay. Okay. Um, First of all, do the practical. Uh, learn about the business, and there's a lot of classes now. Um, there's coaches. Study, you know, be in class. And then um, you have to learn the practical. You need materials. You need the headshot and the resume and clips of your work. Don't drive yourself crazy. Do it slowly. Like I, even when I have to, I had to update everything about a year and a half ago. And it took almost a year. I was going very slowly going, well, I got to do this, and now I got to do this. And keep learning, keep reading, keep watching films, um, and really really uh, get in touch with the joy and the passion inside. Um, Because sometimes, you know, it can be disappointing or things aren't moving as fast as you'd like it to. Um, as I said, relationships, don't burn bridges, um, mm-hmm. keep relationships, keep in touch. You never know. As I said, you never know who's going to call you. Yes. I've gotten most of my work from other people, not from auditions, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. as I have gotten old in the beginning. Yes. I, I, of course I auditioned and I still do and, um, keep up with the business, um, you know, such as like self tapes right now for the younger ones, that's not. That's not a big leap because they're a little bit more used to the tech. But, but, but don't ignore what went on before you. In other words, wow. if you're in your 20s and you've never heard of Stephen Sondheim, may he rest in peace, uh, don't say that. Don't go, who? Take a second and turn around and pick your phone up and Google it. Um, <laughs> you know, really respect and learn what went on before you. As well as what's happening in the present. That's exactly right. And that's it. And really just get get the joy, you know, really uh, hold on to the joy because there's going to be days. And I I mean, as I said, when I get older, I'm not saying I don't have the same neurosis, but they don't last as long. When you get older, you get upset and it's like five minutes. I'm like, all right, uh, I'm bored and I don't have the energy, you know, (laughs) as I did in my 20s when I carry something all day. But I'm just saying with social media, that's helpful. But sometimes when you're feeling down and it looks like everybody else has got something going on except you, you just have to notice it. You tell your, you know, your ego or your id, thanks for sharing. And, you know, and if it means getting off of it for a while, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is great advice. I mean, it really is, and I really agree with you with knowing about your the past before you, yes. uh, because that is what made entertainment, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have to know where where it came from and how it all got started. And right. to me, that's part of, that's part of us growing. So we have mm-hmm. to know
1: the history of it. So that's that's yes. great advice. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break.
8: See the bold new expression of sporty style. Hear the amazing quietness of a truly luxurious cabin. Feel the exceptional horsepower and amazing torque. And experience greater acceleration than ever before. Behold, the most powerful sedan in its class. The new Toyota Camry. Real power, absolute performance. Discover the new Camry at toyota.com.my.
5: The history is important. I mean, even the Beatles, who actually changed the
0: world and changed music, they always gave homage to uh, Elvis, to um, Mm -hmm. a lot of the black um, rhythm and blues artists. And Mm -hmm. they said, well, that's who influenced us. Um, So they didn't walk around going, okay, well, we just came, you know, we're it, and nothing happened before us. And uh and I think that's just important that nobody's in a vacuum. We all get influenced by others. We it's important to give homage to them and then take that and, you know, make your own. But we also need to make sure that we are influencing the next
1: generation.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's an excellent point because um you know, I remember my parents, you know, I was I said a real rock and roller, so I looked at their music as, you know, bleh, you know, it's like adult music. But it wasn't until I got a little older that I would re-listen, especially when I got into singing. Then I started listening to Frank Sinatra. I mean, I liked, it's funny, I liked him as an actor. I, I thought he was a wonderful actor. But then I really mm-hmm. started listening to him. And even Bobby Darin, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I missed it. Because I've, now I was listening to them through a singer's. In
2: yeah,
0: rain. Yeah, and rain. Yeah. And so I knew about all the people, Rosemary Clooney, same way. I was listening to her. Oh, uh-huh. oh, that's oh what my it God. was. No. Yeah, that's what I it know. was. Because it wasn't easy to dismiss, but you want to hear something ironic. Um, so, so my parents would say, oh my God, turn that music out, it's too loud, and, you know, soul music, and, oh, everybody's screaming. Well, when they got older, in fact, in their last eight years, decade of their lives, um, they only had limited cable. So luckily on NBC, you had all the music shows. You had the America's Got Talent, uh, The Voice, you know, things like that. And they started listening to the music with me. And so they started changing and realizing that R&B and rock and all those soulful things were not noise. They were really exciting. Yes. So it's never too old. <laughs> it's never too it's, old. It, it's no. like all the generations starts to blend. Yes. Yeah. And they yeah. were like, wow. They were listening to it differently, kind of the way yeah. I was doing when I was younger, listening to their music differently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, it's amazing, such a great story, such a great story. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we talked about that, that's great. I am too, and thank you for bringing up that point that, you know, every generation is something to add. I always say, you know, they say you're never too old to learn, but I always say you're never too young to teach. That's exactly right. You are Mm -hmm. exactly right. Well, thank you so much for great advice, and. And I want to thank you, really thank you, for being such a super guest on The Bev Moore Show. Thank you, Bev. I had such a good time with you. Me
1: too. I've had a blast. It's great. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. What is Coca-Cola? Is it an excuse to get together? Since 1886, Coca-Cola has been passing on smiles from generation to generation. We've been giving kids scholarships, like the early birds and the all-nighters. And you get to enjoy what matters most. Coca-Cola. Drink up. to the Bev Moore Show. I hope you've enjoyed this program and will tune in for many more. Until next time, take care.